Jake here on a another Monday night. Yes, it is Eagles Vikings game day or game night if you want to call it that. Uh, in about an hour and a half time, they will kick off from the Lincoln Financial Field in Philadelphia. And Zach's in here with his Thielen jersey. I'm surprised I let him in here. I, I'm a little surprised I let you in here. But, Skull Vikes. Um, but as always, we are coming to you live from the Villanova University. A beautiful day here. A little warm out, honestly. It's like, what, mid-80s today. It was kind of hot. Um, <clears throat> and uh, speaking of a team that's not hot is the Phillies. Uh, <laughs> it's been a rough go here for my Phillies here. Uh, they lost the last game of that three-game set to the Marlins. Go to Hot Atlanta over the weekend, get swept, including a, a 5-2 loss yesterday. A game uh, Friday night was uh, when I was at City Field for the Mets game. Uh, they were cheering because uh, the Phillies were up. And then I think the Phillies gave up like five or six runs in the eighth inning and lost that game 7-2. Um, but we have to look ahead now to... This week, and it's not going to be easy here. Phillies come home to South Philly. They will take on Toronto tomorrow on Wednesday. Zach and I will be in attendance on Thursday. Absolutely. For the student media night. And then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, they play the Braves uh, over the weekend. Um, and it's it's going to be tough. Blue Jays are the top wild card in the AL Atlanta's obviously the top wild card in the National League, and they have a pretty good shot at winning the National League East, too. I think they're only about a game. They're back. only a game. That's going to come right down at the end. So, I mean, you know, you're pretty much facing a, a, almost a division leader and a, a Toronto team who is really hot right now. They are 13-5 in September. Um, and, and you remember this wild card was a best-of-three um, playoff series, um, the wild card. Um Right now, as it stands, the Braves would host the Padres and the Blue Jays would host the Rays. Um, Phillies would play the Cardinals in the first round mm -hmm. right now. Um, for the Blue Jays, Bo Bichette has been on an absolute uh, tear. 440 in 18 games in September. Nine doubles, a triple, seven home runs, and 23 RBIs for Bichette. Um, which is unbelievable. I mean, 440. <laughs> that's that's insane. I mean, it's literally like every other at bat you're getting hit, basically. Um, and we know you know George Springer coming from the the Astros, obviously a potent uh, threat. Vlad Guerrero Jr. Um, they also have All Star catcher Alejandro Kirk hitting 295 as a catcher. Wow. Uh. He has missed the last five days of the hip injury, but is expected to return on Tuesday. Uh, Kyle Gibson will get the ball for the Phillies. Um, they do who uh, does have good numbers against the Toronto. Uh, Toronto's top three anyway. Springer is one for thirteen against Gibson. Bichette over three, and Matt Chapman over twelve. Uh, Teoscar Hernandez over seven. Um, Phillies will see Ross Stripling and Kevin Guzman in the series. Um, Stripling has six straight quality starts with a 2.45 ERA and a .167 opponent's batting average since returning from the IL in mid-August. 
So he's going to be a tough one. Uh, and uh, Guzman, uh, he has allowed five runs in back-to-back starts since Rangers and Rays. But he could also have a night where he goes seven innings, double-digit strikeouts. So he's kind of inconsistent. But um says here is one of the best splitters in the game. I'm assuming that's – I don't really know, but I guess, I guess that's right. Um, so, and he loves to – Tack fast, tack with fastballs up, splitters out of the zone. Um, so that'll be kind of interesting to see how that works out for them and for us. Um, Phillies then will have a four-game set with the Braves. The Phillies are six and nine the season series. Um, they'll be basically facing every pretty solid Braves pitching except for Matt, Max Freed. Um, and of course they'll have to face Spencer Strider once again, who has been lights out a 1.27 ERA 0.097 opponents batting average, 34 strikeouts and 21 a third against the Phillies so far, but doesn't bode very well. Um, the Braves have the Nationals for three games, so that could easily be a sleep for them. I don't think they're really going to have any uh, trouble there. And then they have the Cubs, Nationals, and Astros for the Phillies to finish out the season. you got Cubs, Nationals, and Astros. Okay, so you should be able to do well against the Cubs, even though I think they beat you the last they time. They swept us at home right after really? the All-Star break. Okay, yeah. I, that one will be interesting. I think you got the Nationals pretty much – yeah, three or four. You probably should sweep them. Yeah. Should sweep or at least win three. Yeah. And then Astros. I mean, that's probably that's... probably get swept. I feel. I don't know how the Astros have been this month. I don't know if they've been. I mean, they've they've been pretty good. But I guess the only thing you have to think of is, uh, do they are they like are they resting their the players? One? Yeah, they locked into that. One I don't spot. think. I don't. I mean, they might be. I think they're. They're a. They're like nine games. They're like uh, eight games up on the Yankees right now. Oh, so they'll probably be locked that up then pretty Seven soon. Seven and a half, I think, actually. But yeah, they. I think they're locked in. I don't know. Uh, they're locked in to the playoff at least right now. Obviously, they're the, they're the only team in the AL that has that is locked into the playoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no. So. What? So I I think personally, I think the Phillies still make it in. Uh, I think I have to agree with but you. But I haven't looked at the Brewers' schedule. But I, I just think that they're. I just don't see how they don't make it in. I'd be very I, disappointed if they. Don't I mean, I could see how you guys don't make it in just with your schedule. Uh, you have to remember that like, there's a good chance you probably lose the series to th- three, maybe even four of your final five teams. Um, simp- but like, I mean, even that, even that's unlikely. I mean. You're looking at a team. I mean, the Brewers don't have it easy either. I mean, they have the Mets. They have the Brewers have six games against the uh, the Brewers have three more games against uh, the Mets. They have the Mets, Reds, Cardinals, Marlins, and Diamondbacks. So three of those series shall almost be sweeps, and then yeah. the Cardinals and the Cardinals and Yankee, the Cardinals and Mets will be probably their two toughest teams. Yeah. So it's gonna be very close. Um, schedule wise, the Brewers definitely have the more favorable schedule, yeah. because they only have five games versus teams that aren't bottom three in the NL. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so, but I, I mean, I can't count the Phillies out. You know, it's Philly. 
Is Bryce Harper? He's, is he back? Is he there? Yeah, is he he's there? only hit two twenty two and since he's been back. I mean, he could will you guys there though too. But yeah, he, he's gonna turn it on at some point. You almost you you would think at some point. At some point he might. So, at this point, if I'm making a judgment, like no bias wise, looking at schedule only, I'd say I'd probably give the Brewers the advantage on the schedule wise. Yeah. But I don't know. And you have to see who the Padres have because they're only a game, a half game up on the Phillies. You have to remember the Phillies have a tie break over both of these teams. Padres have the Cardinals, Rockies, Dodgers, White Sox, and Giants. Okay. Yeah, that's a tough schedule. So I, 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 I'm confident the Phillies get in. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, it's gonna be a toss up. I think actually, I think the Brewers might be a lock to make the playoffs at this point, looking at the schedule wise. But they're outside looking in, my friend. That's my point. I yeah, think I, I, I don't think know it's about that. I think either Padres or I think either Padres or Phillies miss. I, I mean, I, I think Padres have a chance to miss. I mean, they have a pretty tough schedule here, and like Juan Soto's been pretty trash since he's gone there. <laughs> like he's been yeah, I awful. Know. I mean, to me, I, I, I they don't really have any pitching. I just can't look at a team like the Brewers and see they have Arizona, um, Marlins, Marlins, and. Uh, that uh, Red Cincinnati and yeah, say yeah. they aren't gonna win almost maybe lose one of those games maybe one yeah. against Alcantara or something. Yeah. But who yeah, knows? It's gonna. I mean, the Phillies definitely made it interesting. Uh, yeah, I, I, I just, I still think they make it though. I, I just, you know. Yeah, I, 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 I agree. Like they have I better agree. pitching than the Padres. I mean, I know we. I mean, it's been kind of iffy, but like. We're getting Wheeler back. When do you get Wheeler this back? This week. This week? Um, the, the only thing is, though, he's going to be limited. So they're actually moving Syndergaard to the bullpen. So they're going to, like, put Wheeler out there for, like, a couple innings, like, to say two, three innings or something. And then Syndergaard will come in for a few innings or so- something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Because they don't want Wheeler pitching uh, a lot of innings. But, I mean... Right you guys have great pitching, but you also are playing. I mean, the Padres have Darvish, they have Musgrove, they have Blake Snell. Yeah. They have Manaya, who's good against bad teams, not really great against good teams. <laughs> um, so I don't know. It's gonna be very close. It'll be a very good matchup. I'm excited to watch this wild card ending here. I'll, I think. Uh, the AL is pretty much locked up with who they yeah. got in the three spots right now. So I think uh, the NL's wild card racing be really incredible to watch on this stretch. Yeah, because I mean, uh, they're putting Bailey Falter in the rotation. Who's Who's Bailey Falter? He's uh, basically a reliever they converted to a starter, and he's been really good. Like, okay, he I like, like that. Like six and zero in his last six start. I think they're like thirteen and two in his last fifteen starts or something. Oh damn! It's like, that's oh, impressive. It was basically, yeah. out of necessity, <laughs> like he just like that's no, that's, that's got mad hurt. impressive. <clears throat> um, yeah, they said as your Wheeler's pitch count will be monitored over the next two starts, and Syndergaard will pick up for him out of the bullpen after he departs. I'm surprised they're moving Syndergaard to the bullpen instead of uh, who's the other guy, Ranger Suarez or something? Is yeah. It, how is Ranger Suarez not the one moving to the well, bullpen? Well, it says. Over the last four starts for Syndergaard, he's allowed 30 hits and 15 runs in 22 minutes. That's why. Got it. Yeah. 
So what you got? So what I'm hearing is it's gonna be what Nola, Wheeler, Gibson, Sin- Suarez, and Falter. So it's gonna be Gibson Tuesday night, Wheeler Wednesday night, okay. Suarez Thursday night, Aaron Nola Friday night, Bailey Falter Saturday afternoon, Gibson Sunday afternoon. And let me ask: I might be just not smart, but is he just a bullpen pitcher now? But Zach Eflin is he just a bullpen pitcher? At this point, yeah, because uh, you know he's ju- he just come back from injury, and they want him to just be like a longer bullpen guy. Okay, no, that's fair. So. I was just wondering because I knew Eflin was a starter for most of his career, right? Yeah, pretty. I think he's been a starter for all of his career. Actually, I don't think he's ever been in the bullpen. <clears throat> but they want another guy, a longer guy in the bullpen. My question truly is: is what three are going to be your pitchers in the playoffs? Because well, you're gonna you would you would hope Wheeler is healthy enough to be one. Yep. I mean, it's tough though. I think it all goes by feel, really. If you're gonna have Wheeler one or Nola one, I think it just depends. Really. Either way, good options. And then who is then, is Gibson or Suarez three? Or would you put I mean, Falter people at three? can make the argument Falter would be your third guy. I mean, he's been pitching really well. If he continues to pitch well, you're going to have to roll with him. I do think Gibson should be in the bullpen. I've seen him try to start a playoff game, and I've seen him fail that miserably. With the Twins. Yeah. So That's the thing, because Suarez has not been good. Gibson's very inconsistent. And Volter's been your only guy that's been consistent. So, I mean, if I were the Phillies, I'd put him as three. Okay, that's fair. Um, You know, but you face the issue of... If you're playing the Braves, you're gonna get Freed, Strider, and I don't know who their third guy is, but I mean it's 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 dominant either way. But like, I mean, you might get swept the first two games just by Freed and Strider. I mean, at this point, I'm considering the Braves a World <laughs> Series contender. Oh, at yeah. this point, I think have to. I think to me, I think right now the streak they're on, them versus the Dodgers could be incredible to watch this year because I I'd love to see every match. Like I think NLCS. Yeah, the the Dodgers obviously, I think what they're on pace to break, wins. they're on pace to like nearly tie the record right now or something. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, I think the Braves are as hot as any team in the entire MLB. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be very interesting to watch it. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited. Now, so we think the Dodgers are you know, obviously they're really good. Yeah. Um. Do you think I mean, you said the Braves? Do you think the Mets could challenge the Dodgers? Do I think the Mets could challenge the Dodgers <sighs> with their pitching? <clears throat> is is Degrom still healthy? I've yeah, not been he, keeping he track was of that. Insane. He he had like thirteen strikeouts in five innings yesterday. If I'm remembering that. Correct. I mean, anytime you put Degrom and Scherzer in a lineup back to back, I mean, you're gonna be insane. you're not you're gonna be you're gonna have a chance <clears throat> against the Dodgers anytime you want yeah. because. I mean, Kershaw is incredible. Because you could throw out DeGrom 1, Scherzer 2, and you could throw out DeGrom like 4, or maybe DeGrom 5, Scherzer 6, you know. And you still have Carrasco in there. He can go game 3. Like, it's just crazy. Uh, like, they're, bol- they're uh, pitching. It's just you know, they're The Mets are definitely like – I would say it's those three to me. I don't see the Cardinals making Cardinals, a run. no. Uh, I Padres, don't, no. Padres, Brewers, no. Brewers, if they get in, no. Phillies, as much as I love them, no. <laughs> like uh, If they can make it past the wild crowd, I'd be absolutely oh, thrilled. Wait. Mets just activated Scherzer from the I.L. Oh, two hours ago. There you go. 
So he'll be ready to go. He'll be back. He's going to pitch against Burns. Honestly, as long as the Phillies make the playoffs, I'm. I mean, I obviously I want them to win a playoff round, but like just get in the playoffs. <laughs> That's all I'm asking for. Is Walker so. still a starter for the Phillies? Yeah. Oh wait, you mean from the Mets? The Mets. I mean, I saw him t- pitch on Friday night. He pitched like eight innings. He was actually pitching really yeah, well. Yeah, he's he's. I was looking at his stats. He has uh, twelve and four with a three point four two ERA yeah, right he, now. Yeah, he's good. And yeah, so I think, I mean, it's just going down for him. So I mean, it's like. Yeah, they're loaded too. He's has a chance to go well. I think I, uh, I, uh, I, I do think those three teams are your contenders in the, in the NL. Yeah. And then uh, just quickly before you go to break, American League. I mean, it's Houston, New York, Yankees. I don't want to say like New York is a contender right now because really? I honestly think they're just on a downward spiral, and. I, I they're not in a position where you want to go and you're going into the I mean, playoffs. Blue Jays could Blue Jays, Rays. Rays are on a I don't like where the Rays are at right now either. Blue Jays are hot though. Blue Jays are very hot. I think the Blue Jays is Blue Jays and Astros and then the Yankees you have to consider there obviously. And who's the last team? In? Guardians. But Well the Guardians, but who's the last wild card team? Uh I think at this point it's is it Rays Blue It's all Jays. Mariners. Oh yeah, well Mariners. Mariners are hot. Yeah, too. they could be a sneaky. Contender. They could be, but on the other hand, it's like. But it's like, do they I have the firepower to keep up with like a Houston or New York? Yankees? I, I don't think they do. I don't think they do either. So to me, I think it's Yankees, Astros. I mean, it's Astros, uh, Yankees, and, and Blue Jays. Blue Jays to me are the three teams that have a. I legit still, I still shot. put the Rays in there. I just feel like they're so well run. They are, and they can always be there, but I just. They can never make it. They never make it. They made the World Series on one year, right? And then they lost. Yeah. But they haven't made it back in a while. They've been like top team in the AL for like three or four of the last like five years and they yeah. always lose. So yeah. I mean it's just I, I don't know. I uh what Braves are doing a great I mean Rays are doing a great job, but I think to me it's 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 those three teams. It's it's Blue Jays, mm. Yankees, uh and uh Astros. And I think the Astros are probably I think I I do believe in my heart if I'm calling it right now. I say we get an Astros Braves World Series rematch. Wow. Simply because I actually think the Dodgers will choke like they always do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's gonna be between the Braves and the Mets and the Dodgers. That's my three. Well, yeah, I agree. Um, I'm not ready to make a prediction yet. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta see. But anyway, we uh, we'll take a quick break here, come back, and we will be talking a little bit of college football. Then we're gonna go in. We're gonna have a long time in the NFL because there's a lot that happened yesterday. Yep. We want to get to all that. V89.1, the Roars is proud to announce that we can now be heard on 89.1 all day, every day, for the first time in Villanova history. Listen to our programming anywhere in the main line on 89.1, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. With our now full-time FM signal, and stay tuned for details on how WXVU plans to celebrate this exciting milestone. And also, um, I've been meaning to do a better job of this. Um, Lately, sorry, I like, zoned out there. Um, but uh, our new our Radio FX app online, you can go on. You type in go on, go on there, type in WXVU Villanova. It will come up like the you know V eighty nine point one Aurora you know, WXVU. They have we have contests on there, and one of our ones that's running right now is uh, a Phillies tickets. So if you go on there, you comment, you have a chance to win those tickets. I'm not sure what game it is. 
I just know there's Phillies tickets available. Um, if you, you comment, comment. If you comment, Phillies or BMF5. Yeah, so, uh, Zach, what were, you, what were you saying, Zach? I can get over the mic here. <laughs> he was just yeah. looking. Uh, you have to comment uh, Phillies or BMFI and okay. to win. Okay, so there you go. So you go on the Radio FX app and comment on the Phillies tickets uh, contest, and you have a chance to win. Uh, especially now, I mean, you know, they're right in the playoff hunt, so it's uh be a fun time to do that. Um. Anyway, getting to college football here. Uh, so I have just a quick few minutes. I want to go through some of the top 25. You know, Georgia blowing out South Carolina 48-7. Alabama all over UL Monroe 63-7. Ohio State 77-21. Michigan 59-0 over Connecticut. Clemson 48-20 over Louisiana Tech. Oklahoma 49-14 over your Cornhuskers, Zach. Yeah, that hurt. Rough. Um, but hey, we fired Scott Frost. USC 45, Fresno State 17, Oklahoma State 63, Arkansas Pine Bluff not 7, Kentucky 31 nothing over Youngstown State, Arkansas 38 27 over Missouri State, Washington takes out number 11, Michigan State 39 28, Oregon all over number 12, BYU 41 20. Uh, Oregon ranked in the top 25. They moved way up. Uh, Texas A&M over number 24. Texas A&M over 13. Miami 17 to 9. Um, you know, going through Utah 35 7 over San Diego State. Tennessee 63 6 over Akron. NC State over Texas Tech 27 14. Number 17 Baylor over Texas State 42 7. Number 18, Florida, barely escapes South Florida, 31-28. I don't understand that one. Number 19, Wake Forest beats Liberty by a single point at home. Not really impressive there. Ole Miss, 42-0 over Georgia Tech. Texas, 41-20 over UTSA. My Nittany Lions all over the Auburn Tigers, 41-12. And Pittsburgh or Western Michigan, 34-13. Um, and going to that Penn State game, I didn't really get a chance to see any of it, but uh, it was a dominant uh, effort by the rushing attack from the Nittany Lions, obviously leaning on our five-star uh, freshman Nick Singleton. Um, he just took over this game. Um, and the Nittany Lions really took care of what they had to do. I mean, uh, they scored five – they scored uh, – uh, uh, five red zone possessions. Nittany Lions scored four times for touchdowns, and they had a field goal in their fifth with, with the game basically over. Auburn reached the red zone four times but did not score a single touchdown. Had two field goals, threw a pick, and uh, a turnover on downs. So four four red zone trips for Auburn. They had six points. Penn State had five red zone trips. They had 31 points. So that's pretty much the difference in this game. I mean, to me, it's just turnovers, right? It's turnovers defense for you guys. Think Auburn had four turnovers. Nittany Lions had zero. Yeah, I mean, three fumbles for the Auburn. Two of them were lost. Yeah. You guys had two fumbles but didn't lose any of them. Yeah, uh, including that one. I you saw that. You see that one play where Sean Clifford got absolutely blown up? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I know. That, that was incredible. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah two interceptions by Auburn and then six sacks by Penn State to yeah. zero by Auburn. Yeah. That speaks to the offensive line, though, for Penn State. Man. Yeah. Plus, they're giving these, you know, good holes for Singleton to go through. Um, Penn State's now up to 14 in the standings. See, this is what you guys need to do. You guys need to take the ball out of Sean Clifford's hand <laughs> and let Nicholas Singleton have control. Yeah. Um, one of the keys it has here on this article, it says, a mobile Clifford is a good Clifford. And <laughs> it seems about right. Clifford is a triple threat on the Saturday. threw for 178 yards, rushed for a touchdown, even caught a 25-yard pass that led to another score. Yeah, I think I think if when he's like running around, kind of doing that, he's obviously a little better. Uh, Nick Singleton, like we said, 124 care, 124 yards and only 10 carries. A 54-yard touchdown run in the fourth quarter. Second game, at least 50 yards in the game. Uh, and the third quarter, he was responsible for every uh, yard that Penn State got on a three-play, 58-yard scoring drive, the one-yard touchdown run. Um, Katron Allen, two rushing TDs, 52 yards on nine carries. Um, so that that's good. The, the run game is really solid. Uh, Auburn's passing attack was awful. Uh, Penn State, 11 tackles for loss. Like Zach said, six sacks in this game. TJ Finley, 11 of 19, 152 yards and a pick. Robbie Ashford replaced him in the third quarter, 10 of 19, 144 yards. Uh, he says nearly half of these yards came in garbage time when, when the final possession of the game. So that's going to be tough for uh, for Auburn, especially with their schedule coming up. Um, yeah, because Auburn has um, – Missouri, but then they have LSU, Georgia, Ole Miss, and Arkansas. Mm -hmm. So have fun with that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's uh, yeah, that's rough. Yeah, and then for Penn State, they have a cupcake next week, and they play uh, like Central Michigan or something, which is a pretty that should be an easy win. And then they have uh, yeah Central Michigan on Saturday, twelve o'clock. Northwestern 3.30 kick on October 1st. That will be at Beaver Stadium. And they got at Michigan the 15th after a bye week. Minnesota at home. That will be the whiteout game October 22nd. Did Minnesota going to be the whiteout game? They aren't yeah. doing Ohio State the whiteout game? No, because they're going to have the Ohio State game on noon because Fox is big noon Saturday that no one gives a bleep about. <laughs> that was what the Oklahoma-Namas game was on. It's ridiculous. like... It's Ohio State, Penn State. Put that in prime time. Like, hello? There's the whiteout like, game. Yeah, no. I agree. That's uh, like but the dumbest. Like, that will be yeah. a really easy whiteout game to win, at least. Minnesota's not not great. They're playing decent this year, but they're not great. What's their record? Well, I don't even they're hear They're 3-0 this week. but They're 3-0, they're and but they've got three cake wins, I'd pretty much say. They got giant win over New Mexico State, giant win over Western Illinois, and a giant win over Colorado. Colorado was a bit power five. Team. Uh, not this year. They're zero three. Oh, we're still a power five. Team. <laughs> yeah, fair. They got Michigan State next week though. So that's gonna be a tough. That at home or on the road? Uh, in Michigan State. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, Penn State has at Michigan, Minnesota at home, Ohio State at home, which would be nice. Indiana on the road, Maryland at home, Rutgers on the road, and then the close of Michigan State at home on the twenty sixth of November. Dawson Knox gonna kill. 
<laughs> Fancy team. Yeah, no. Oh. That game has started, I'm assuming. It has. Uh, they're in the red zone already. Bills oh, my won. gosh. Yeah, it could be a interesting game. Any bomb. surprises, Zach, this week in, in college? We have, you know, in college? Minutes. Yeah, do you have any? I mean, we got to. We can't talk college without talking about America's team. Appalachian State. State. Yeah, they took that Hail Mary. Hail Mary after game days there. That was that was awesome to watch. Yeah, you couldn't hear a single thing they were saying. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was amazing. You gotta love Appalachian State. You know, they're two and one. If you have not heard that, you gotta look it up. Just look up Appalachian State commentators. It's insane. You you don't even know anything they're saying for about twenty seconds. Like it's insane. But to me, I think the biggest game with me was about BYU. I was kind of high on them, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, they got crushed. And they got absolutely destroyed by Oregon. Oregon. So I was uh, I was very shocked about that. I mean, Oregon's good, but I thought BYU was a great team. So that kind of shocks me. I'm also a little shocked that uh, I'm a little upset also that game day is not going to Kentucky next week because I think Kentucky-Duke would have been a great game day. 3-0. and Oh, no, they're not going to Kansas. I'm a little upset about Oh, the Kansas Duke. Because Kansas Duke, they're both three and zero. I, I that would be that would have been a great game to go to. But no, I think they're going to Wake Forest next week. For uh, I believe they're going to Wake Forest next. I thought they were going to Tennessee next. Week. Oh no, they are. They're going to Tennessee. For, no, they're going to the Wake. Yeah, they're going to Tennessee for Florida, Tennessee. Yeah. So that's a uh, Bill just scored a touchdown. Um, but yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> I think my biggest surprise is Washington beating up on Michigan State, thirty-nine twenty-eight. It wasn't. Yeah, no, it was in Seattle, but I mean, I don't know. I, I expect the Michigan State to put up a little more of a fight than that. And it was a blowout for a while too. Absolutely. Um, I mean, really, none of the top teams play anybody. Ohio State put up seventy-seven points. <laughs> like really? <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, there's. I mean, this is this is what we like to call a cake week usually. Yeah. Because this is the week the lot of teams put their cake game schedules on here. Yeah. Uh, like so, I think this was kind of going to be a. Boring week in college football, but next week will be a lot of fun with the Wake Forest, Clemson, Tennessee, Florida, Arkansas, TA and M, and others. I think that the next week's gonna be a really fun week. Before we go into, uh, I think this is the first week of uh, conference play for most teams. So yeah, Michigan hosting Maryland, Clemson, Wake. That'll be at the high noon game on a top twenty-five matchup on uh, ABC. Penn State hosting Central Michigan. Uh, yeah, like I said, Tennessee, Florida, uh, Texas Tech, Texas could be an interesting game. That's always an interesting game. Oregon, okay. Washington State could be an interesting game too. Uh, Washington really. State beat Wisconsin. Well, Wisconsin is like I know, but they're usually good though. Yeah, Wisconsin. Oh, I was thinking I was Arkansas, Texas A&M. That's gonna be a good game. That's at seven. Alabama and Vanderbilt. Well, that's gonna be that's gonna be really bad. Alabama getting forty in that game. Zach, I've been getting 40. That's in actual insane. Uh, Ohio State taking on Wisconsin. That's a 7:30 game on ABC. That's gonna be a good game. NC State hosting UConn. That's gonna be a blowout and a half. USC at Oregon State. That's an interesting game. Uh, that's pretty much it. Sanford at Washington. That could be an interesting game there, possibly. I also will say I'm a little surprised Herman Edwards was fired from Arizona State. I know no, that's not, not that really. really. I mean, they they weren't really anything special. I mean, they had a winning record with him as a coach, though. 
and they just lost to Eastern Michigan. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. But you know, it's still it's Herm Edwards, so you know it's, it's still tough pay. when it's you're like that old. I should say when you're that old, like when you're older like that, you're trying to like relate to the players. Like, I don't know. It just seems kind of yeah. iffy. Um. Yeah. Anyway, we'll take a quick break. Come back. NFL the rest of the way. Oh yeah. Zach's getting a little excited. A little over fullback here. action over here with <laughs> Buffalo's touchdown here. Oh, boy. All right, we'll be back. V89.1, Sports Takes with Jake. Keep it here. Now, here's your three-day weather forecast for the main line. A mix of sun and clouds today. A scattered shower or thunderstorm is possible this afternoon. High of 86. We'll see scattered thunderstorms ending this evening with partly cloudy skies overnight, a low down to 64. Sunny skies Tuesday, a high of 80, and a mix of sun and clouds Wednesday, a high of 83 degrees. Now, here's your three-day weather forecast for the main line. We'll see scattered thunderstorms ending this evening with partly cloudy skies overnight, a low down to 64. Sunny skies Tuesday, a high of 80, and a mix of sun and clouds Wednesday, a high of 83 degrees. Now, here's your three-day weather forecast for the main line. We'll see scattered thunderstorms ending this evening with partly cloudy skies overnight, a low down to 64. Sunny skies Tuesday, a high of 80. And a mix of sun and clouds Wednesday, a high of 83 degrees. And welcome back into Sports Takes with Jake. Just heard Nick Langan giving you the weather for the <laughs> twice. Because <laughs> I don't know why the other one's like, I don't want to click on them. Work, I don't know, whatever. Um, but going to the NFL here, uh, the bottom of the hour here on V89.1, the roar. Um, where do you want to start? Obviously, I guess you got Thursday night. Chargers I mean, were driving, and then Herbert throws the pick six that pretty much seals it. Oh, it sealed it. Uh, but no, I think uh, that was hard. That was crazy to watch. You know, when you're watching that and you're just seeing like the Chargers look so dominant on offense. I mean, both teams look so dominant on offense. Mm. No team could stop anyone. No. Uh, and then all of a sudden, just that happened, and you're just like. Chiefs and Buff Chiefs and the Bills rule the AFC and you can't tell me differently after that play. Chiefs and Bills rule the AFC. Yeah, I mean I mean what what's the common denominator common denominator there though, Zach? They have two best quarterbacks in the AFC, basically. Yeah. Right? No, absolutely. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> I'd say two best QBs in the NFL at this point. Yeah. So I mean I mean, yeah, no, it's just it's it's the Chiefs the Chiefs are okay. We were all a little scared of the Chiefs. But, uh, I honestly wasn't. I mean, I Andy Reid is such an amazing coach. I mean, he is. He, he still has so much firepower. But there. hey, you know they aren't missing Tyree Kill, and Tyree Kill ain't missing him. They ain't missing them too much. Yeah, he's gone, well. At least so far, he's been incredible. Absolutely. For the Dolphins, I was a little worried about him. I'm like, I don't know if that's gonna work out, but it has so. I far. I mean, when you get as open as he does. Yeah, he's just so fast. Yeah, he's he's. He looked unstoppable this this pet on Sunday. Yeah. So the Chiefs win 27-24 over the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, a stunner in Cleveland. The mistake on the lake rears its ugly head again. 
Jets win by a point, 31-30. So it's one of those deals again, Zach, where Nick Chubb has the ball, thinking he might slide, and then they can kneel it, you know, and the game would basically have been over. But he went in for the he end zone. He goes into the score. Now – but you're thinking though, it's like okay, that's not like they're up by a score; they're up two scores. Yeah, no. But so I don't really know how Joe you can blame Fl- him, but like, I mean, Joe Flacco, Joe bleeping Flacco, Flack attack, two touchdown drives in a minute fifty-five. Well, the first one wasn't an even a drive. Kick. The first one wasn't even a drive. It was, it was like one pass. It was yeah. one pass for sixty-six yards to freaking Corey Davis. Yeah. Who? Why is Corey Davis still around in the NFL? Uh, but he's so there. Good, apparently. The <laughs> 66 yards uh, for him, and then, you know, the onside kick, and all of a sudden the Jets are back in business, and then mm-hmm. Garrett Wilson, Garrett Wilson, the rookie at Ohio State, just two touchdowns, 102 yards. Yeah, that's. I mean, Flacco. I saw. I was showing Jacob the stat here. Flacco is currently ranked before the, these games tonight. Cur- Flacco is currently ranked third in passing yards in the entire NFL. Yeah, and save so was ahead of him. Uh, Carson Wentz and Tua Tagovailoa. It's wild. I would never have believed that if I would have saw that stat like a year ago. Pay Joe Flacco. <laughs> Honestly, he might be better than Zach Wilson at this point. I mean, he has a lot of veteran experience. But anyway, so Jets win 31-30. Flacco 26-44. 307 yards. Four touchdown passes, including two in the last minute 55. Um, like we said, Garrett Wilson eight catches, 102 yards. Corey Davis two catches, 83 yards, for the New York Jets. J E T S Jets. Yeah. Um, Lions get their first win of the year. Beat the Commanders, 36, 27. Um, they were up 22 nothing at halftime. Uh. Uh. Amon St. Brown, what a game by him. He had he was a leading rusher and a leading receiver for the Lions. That's actually kind of crazy. Nine catches, 116 yards, two touchdowns. He also had two carries for 68 yards. Yeah. Jared Goff, 20-34, 256, four TDs. That's pretty good. A lot of people blame this on Wentz. But Wentz had 337 yards and three three touchdowns. touchdowns. He He was sacked five times. Yeah, Not much are you can do when you're sacked that much. And Gibson averaged two run yards a carry. Horrible. Yeah, run 14 for 20, 14 carries for 28 yards. Yeah, I mean, you can't blame him for that. Yeah, that's crazy. Carson Wentz nearly led the team in rushing. Yeah. I think Detroit's just a good team. Well, not a good team, but they're... No, Detroit is way. solid. Detroit is solid. And I think Dan Campbell is... Man, that team is about to be very good in a couple of years. Can they... Stay in it for a while. No, they absolutely can. This year. Uh, they absolutely can. Uh, I think their schedule is going to work with them because they have the Bears twice. Uh, and then I think their schedule is going to work with them because they have the bottom schedule. So I think – I definitely think the Lions will stay in it this year, and I definitely think the Lions will – Um, I think – I actually think the Lions – I have them at seven wins this year. That's what I was Seven or eight wins. I actually think they will be very close to a playoff berth, honestly, in the NFC. Yeah. But I think – they'll obviously miss it, I think, in this year. But I think – in the next couple of years, you could definitely be seeing the Lions like a top team in the NFC. North. I have a chance at an NFC North title at some point. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I can see the Lions have about seven wins, maybe eight. Um, and then we'll see the Eagles last week. So, 
Um, but moving on, the Buccaneers take down the Saints 20-10. to 10. Of course, everyone's talking about the uh, fight in the fourth quarter. Brady was mad that Scotty Moore didn't get a pass interference, and then uh, he was arguing with the ref, and then uh, Marcus Lattimore. Marshawn. Or Marshawn Lattimore, sorry, comes over and uh, says something to him, and then Fournette kind of shoves him, and then uh, Mike Evans comes to the sideline, like shoves him to the ground, and a, kind of a skirmish ensues. Um, and Mike Evans uh, is now suspended a game, which uh, hurts my fantasy team. He's one of my guys, so that kind of is unfortunate. But uh, what do you think? Buccaneers finally beat the Saints in the, play, or in the regular season 20-10 to 10 here. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, in my opinion, like, that was a crazy game. It was a really boring game. I don't think – I think a lot of people – I don't think Tom Brady looks the same as he does right now. I mean, I don't know if you saw the clip of him completely destroying his uh, Surface tablet. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Brady does not look uh, the same as uh, he once was. So I think yeah. – I, I do think the Bucks are a little vulnerable right now. Uh, but I think their defense is just keeping them in this game. I think Devin White – uh, had a really good game again for them. So uh, I do believe that the Buccaneers' defense is going to keep them this season, but I don't think their offense is going to be as dynamic as people are hoping. Tom Brady, 18-34, 190 yards, one touchdown, no picks. Yeah, you just don't see Tom Brady get under 200 yards ever. And uh, I think Leonard Fournette had, like, a terrible game also. Which 24 is, carries, 65 yards, no touchdowns. Yeah, like, that is not a good game for him. What happened? In the uh, Benford made a huge like six six uh, tackle for loss, like six yards. Ah. Um. For the Saints, Winston twenty five of forty two thirty six one touchdown, but three picks, including a pick six sacks six times. Old Winston showing his rear. Yeah. Chris Lavey did have five catches for eighty yards. Jawan Johnson four catches for forty yards. Yep. Former Penn State or Jawan. Michael Johnson. Thomas had another touchdown. Third in two games. Yeah, he's he's pretty good. He is. Still. You want to talk about this uh, Jaguars-Colts game? Yeah. Because I think I kind of want to talk about this Jaguars-Colts game. Jaguars take down the Colts 24 nothing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Matt Ryan, uh, my guy, uh, 195 yards, three interceptions for Matt Ryan. No touchdowns, a 34 passer rating um, on 16 for 30. Trevor Lawrence looked every bit what people were expecting him to be coming into his career. I mean, he went 25 for 30, 235 wow. yards and two touchdowns. James Robinson is still getting multiple carries, a lot of touches in the backfield. Etienne is not, uh, which is not helping my fantasy team at all. Um, and then Jonathan Taylor, only 54 yards yeah, that rushing. Really, that really hurt my fantasy team bad. And nine yards and one catch for nine yards receiving. Yeah. Um, definitely not the JT people were probably expecting when they uh, when they uh, yeah, I drafted them one overall. Drafted him one overall. So I think, I think uh, what's gonna trouble uh, JT owners this year is the Colts aren't good. I think a lot of people expected the Colts to be decent, yeah, being a bad think, division. Yeah. So I think they expected the Colts to get to run the ball a lot. But they're gonna be behind in a lot of close games right now. So I think, uh, I think uh, Colts. I think JT might not get the production people were expecting him to eventually get. Uh, 
But yeah, no, I'm not impressed by the Colts. I think they're. I think I saw in a power rankings that they rank 32 in the NFL on, on one power ranking. Wow. Uh. So yeah. Well. Uh. So yeah, like how about the game story here? Uh, Trevor Lawrence threw two touchdown passes to Christian Kirk, which is nice. He's on my fantasy team. Uh. Jacksonville now has his eighth consecutive home victory in the series. The Colts, so the Jaguars are 6-30 and 30 in their last 36 games. How many of them have featured Colts victories for the Jacksonville Jaguars out of those six wins that they've had in 36 games? Uh, two, right? Four. Four. Four of the last 30, four of their... Last six wins have been against the Colts. Maybe it wasn't Wentz's fault. Maybe Wentz just maybe just the Colts just have a curse there. I I truly think Doug Pearson's like making a difference here. I mean, he, he's a proven pretty good head coach. I mean, obviously he's in Philly, won a Super Bowl. Yeah. He's only you been know, there. he's only been there for two. Good games. offensive. I know, but he's. I mean, I think he's gonna be a lot better with Trevor Lawrence than Urban Meyer ever would have been. Yeah. No. Absolutely. So I, I think Urban Meyer Kirk's a good receiver too. I think Urban Meyer still wanted to go for Justin Fields first overall. I'm gonna be completely honest. <laughs> well, uh, I saw this is a quick aside. Do you think I saw Nebraska's trying to go after Urban Meyer? I have not heard that. I've heard that I Urban Meyer that. is not gonna call and he's also not interested. I'm like, no. well, they, Thank I think you. they said they called, but he's not. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, so I have I I know Nebraska's probably interested in Matt Rule, but that's all I got. You should definitely get Matt Rule. We should. Ryan was 4-0 against the Jaguars. Well, that didn't last long. But uh, not not today. <laughs> or not yesterday. Um, Frank Reich is 0-5 against the Jaguars. And the Colts host the Chiefs next week. And they have Tennessee and Denver. I'm sorry to. Uh, they might be 0 4 and 1. <laughs> there's a good chance of that. Uh, there's a good chance that happens. And but the Jaguars go to the Chargers. The Chargers should win that, obviously. But, you know, you never know. So that's, that, that's a weird game there. There's the Derrick Henry touchdown. Oh, the Titan just scored. Um. Giants took up their second win of the year over the Panthers, nineteen to sixteen. What like, a game! Wh- like, what is this game? Like, it's, <laughs> wasn't it all field goals? Oh no, there were touchdowns involved. Okay, <laughs> I barely, was curious. Barely any. Like uh, yeah, I mean, not really great showings by the uh, QBs, but I mean, McCaffrey finally had a decent game, one hundred two yards, fifteen carries, and Saquon went twenty-one for seventy-two, but no rushing touchdowns for each of them. Hmm. Which is kind of shocking, considering how much they use them. Yeah. But Graham Gano, fifty-six yard field goal, three thirty-four to play. Um, Giants two zero for the first time since twenty sixteen. Panthers ninth straight defeat. Maybe. Uh, Baker Mayfield just not it. He nah. is not him. <laughs> Baker Mayfield, <laughs> yeah, no, I think fourteen to twenty nine, one forty five touchdown. I do think Baker, I do think Baker Mayfield is better than Sam Darnold. Yeah, but, but not saying much, man. yeah, that is not a high bar, and I do think maybe all the uh, 
bashing that Baker Mayfield got was accurate and deserved. Yeah. Um, I mean, the Browns. I mean, the Browns might have been smart to move him uh, for what they got for him at least. And then I don't know. I just I think the Panthers just also don't have a lot around him. Also, like they have nothing around him. Besides McCaffrey, DJ Moore, it's about it. That's really it. And no offensive line to throw DJ Moore. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, no, I, I don't know. I don't think uh, the Panthers are really going to be in good shape until they get a QB. So, hey, if they get the first overall pick, they might be able to get Brace Young. So, who knows? Maybe that changes things. Matt Rule is 10-25 and 25 as Panthers head coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's going to be fired after this season. Oh, he'll be fired <laughs> midseason. What was his contract? Didn't he get like six or seven years or something like that? Or Every eight? coach gets like a giant contract like that. Like Gruden got six years. Or he got ten years. Well Gruden got ten years. <laughs> yeah, no. Just don't don't send email don't send bad emails, kids. <laughs> yep. That was his that was his undoing. What's next? You wanna look at the Patriots Steelers game? Patriots Steelers seventeen fourteen New England, right? Over Yep. At the uh, well. I say it's Heinz Field. I don't care what the heck they named it, whatever it is. Um, Trubisky, 21-33, 168. Touchdown and a pick. Mac Jones, 21-35. Touchdown and a pick. Najee Harris, only 49 yards on the ground on 15 carries. Yeah, he really ain't living up to the hype that we were hoping he'd give us <laughs> in fantasy. Damian Harris, 15 carries, 71 yards and a touchdown. Nelson Aguilar with that nice long touchdown. Yeah, six catches, 110 yards, and a score for Aguilar. Absolutely. For the Steelers, Deontay Johnson, six catches, 57 yards. Former Penn Stater, Pat Fryermuth, four catches, 22 yards. Now, do we think that. Um, the Patriots or Steelers really have a chance to make the playoffs? Uh, I actually think the Steelers do simply because of Mike Tomlin. Yeah. Uh, because Mike Tomlin has not finished with a losing record in his entire time as head coach. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think that trend continues this year. Um, I do think the Patriots are going to be one of the worst teams in the NFL this year. Wow. And I... Uh, oh, you did say that before. Yeah. So I, uh, I'm i not a big fan of... Uh, uh, the Patriots this year, and I think a lot of Patriots fans are really starting to think that it might be time for a uh, Bill to call it. But um, I know a lot of Patriots. No I know a lot of Patriots fans that do believe that. Um, so, uh, yeah, no, but I, I, I don't see that these teams really being a playoff contender. I think Patri- I think Steelers finished with a winning record, but missed the playoffs. You only have the Steelers that they're playing in a really tough division. Yeah, that's another thing too, but. Yeah. Patriots, so, I mean, even the Patriots, I mean, that's not Miami, Buffalo, and the Flacco-led Jets. <laughs> um, that could be an interesting division. I mean, not really. I think to me that's a Bills That's a Bills division. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe <laughs> Miami possibly. I, I do have Miami being like the eighth team. In my in my preseason rankings, I had Miami being eighth best team. I had the eighth, Who being the eighth five seed. Through seven? Uh, I had uh, – who did I have? I had the I had the Bengals winning, obviously. The I had Bengals winning the ridge. I had Ravens making it. I had um Pittsburgh. I had and then I had the Chargers and Raiders both making it as oh, well. Okay. Uh 
And I had Pittsburgh being the uh, ninth or eighth as well. I had them finishing similar records. Okay. <laughs> we already have the pages like number. Yeah, low. Way out. Yeah. Low. That's interesting. Uh, what other games we got from? Well, I think we can talk about the Miami Dolphins game yeah. if we want to really do talk about the most the game of the week. Yeah, it was crazy. What uh, do you think of that? I think the Ravens' defense really let Mar- Lamar Jackson down here. I mean, Lamar Jackson couldn't have played any better. Uh, but, I mean, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, in my opinion, I will say this, are the be- is the best receiving duo in the NFL. Yeah. Um, and I th- I will say that. I would if you were asking for a season, I probably would have said Thielen Jefferson, but. I think bias. it's <laughs> I think Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill are the best wide receiving duo in the NFL. Yeah. I mean Tua four sixty nine six sorry I don't know if sorry if you, you said this. Four sixty nine six touchdowns. Two picks early, but four that didn't came matter. in the fourth quarter. I mean And they routed from twenty one down to win. Yeah, they were down twenty to seven, I think, weren't they? And then thirty five fourteen to thirteen minutes ago. And then and an easy touch, a quick touchdown, and then 48 yards, 60 yards, and then drove down the field late to score seven yards and 19 seconds to go. Jalen Wall caught that incredible pass. I mean, that was just beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then over, and then Ravens tried to make it down the field in 19 seconds, but just didn't make didn't work out there. Justin Tucker still clutch. Show hit a 51 yard field goal with 218 to go. Yep, gave him the lead. He like never misses. No, he does not. Maybe we'll we'll come back. We'll do a quick PSA here. We'll come back, wrap up the action, Eagles Vikings preview, and then we'll give our well. Actually, no, we're, we're saving our picks. Anyway, so we'll we'll do a fifteen minute the next block. We'll do Eagles Vikings preview. Perfect. Got the Sunday scaries. Relax with Sonic Bliss every Sunday at ten p.m. Sonic Bliss is designed to help you unwind with three hours of trip-hop, dream-pop, acoustic, ambient, and world grooves. No, it's not a love song show, but if you want to make out to it, that's fine. <laughs> Chill out with Sonic Bliss Sundays at 10 p.m. on V89.1 The Roar. Uh, listen, Don't Know a Family Weekend is being held this weekend, September 23rd to the 25th. Family Weekend is an opportunity to spend time with loved ones, connect with the Villanova community, and hear about the wonderful things happening at our university. For an up-to-date detail on Family Weekend events, including the Saturday Night Comedy Show featuring Colin Jost, the Family Weekend 2022 Guide, and Innova Guides app is now available in the Apple App Store and Google Play stores. Is your family coming down for that? Uh, they will be here Sunday. Sunday That's awesome. They're just going to come for... Uh, they're going to go to Manila's. I, I trust that over whatever the continental breakfast you're going to give us, whatever that is. Absolutely. I think my and grandparents are uh, coming down for me. We're going to go to Mass. I think it's like 11, I think. Um, yeah, it should be fun, though. I mean, my parents are fairly close. I mean, I was talking to a girl today. They said, she said that her parents had come down on Thursday. And then, like, say Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'm like, okay. <laughs> but they are from Colorado. But I'm like, that's kind of like, that's a lot. I don't That's know. Fair. Um, you say your grandparents are. They say you're. Cl- they're close, right? Uh, not really. They uh, they live in California. So. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, I think <laughs> they're in California close. now. They live in. 
I think they might be in Florida now, though. But they'll be coming, I think, from Florida. But so uh, they'll fly up. They'll fly up there, and then uh, they'll be here Thursday night. But I won't see them probably till Friday because we'll be at the game. Uh, and then I will be going to. Oh the, yeah. I will be going to uh, the comedy show with them, and then we'll also be going to the final Braves game uh, on Sunday. On Sunday. So mm. we'll be going to. I'll be getting to two of the four Braves games wow. this weekend. So I will be ha- giving you great insight on Monday, next Monday yeah, for really. the. Uh, <laughs> you see him twice in days. <laughs> for whether or not the, I think the Phillies will make the playoffs. <laughs> I hope so. Waddle eleven catches, one hundred seventy-one yards, and two touchdowns. Hill eleven for one ninety. They were the two first. Touchdowns. I think they were one of the. I forget what the stat was I read, but they were like one of the first duos. Yes. Yeah, of over a hundred yards and two touchdowns each. Over, I think it was over 150 or something like that. Yeah, no. Crazy. It was historic for them, at least. Dolphins had 233 yards of offense in the fourth quarter alone. Yeah. No, it's insane. That's a great win for the Dolphins, though. Oh, it's an incredible win for the Dolphins. They're well back. Come back and win. And you also had a uh, – what other games do we have here? Rams over the Falcons, 31-27. That was nearly a comeback, too. No, Falcons almost pulled a 28-3 comeback. Man, that sounds familiar. Yeah. (laughs) Stafford, 272, three scores. Cooper Cup, again, 11 catches, 108 yards, two scores. Stafford have two picks. Henderson, 10 for 47 acres, 15 for 44. The running backs for the Los Angeles Rams. Uh... Niners over the Seahawks, 27-7. And my guy, Jimmy G, is Jimmy back. G is back. He's going on a revenge tour. 49ers are going to the Super Bowl. They're going to be he's like gonna, they're going. Nasty. He's going on a revenge tour. They're going to be nasty. He's like, you're not going to be able to drop me next year. I don't care that we have Trey Lance. You're not, he's not starting over me next year. 33-14 and 14 as a starter in San Francisco. But he wasn't good enough, apparently. Yeah, no, absolutely not. Why Why would he be good enough, right? I mean, you got a young QB that can run the ball and – I don't know, maybe get injured because he runs the ball so much. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't sound that like how he was hurt? I didn't see the actual play. Do you get hurt like running the ball? I think so. I think he, he got hurt. He broke his ankle, so. I think he, he broke his ankle in a, in a bad way. I don't know what it was, but it was. I didn't see it. It was like, it was like, if you're out for a full season on a broken ankle, like. Yeah, that's pretty bad. That's like what? Like almost four months. Yeah, that's a long time. Yeah, no, it was a run. He got tackled within two yards of the line of scrimmage, and then that was it. Oh. Out for the season. Well, it's funny. I actually saw an article that the players think Jimmy, like them getting led by Jimmy G, they're actually a better team. Yeah. No, I've, <laughs> I have seen that too, which is insane to me. That's like – But am I, I, think, I think the 49ers had an ego there, and they were like, we want to get the young guy in there, which is fine. But when the young guy is not ready – and Jimmy G is still a great QB for your organization, yeah. knows how to run your system. Yeah. You should really stick with him because he's the best chance to win when you guys are in a win-now mode. Yeah, it's, it's really. Um, then you got uh, – Cowboys br- is a big upset. That was a big upset. Cooper Rush. Uh, Cooper Rush led the Cowboys. Uh, came down. Brett Maher in a 50-yard field goal to win the game there with three seconds yeah. to go. Zerline. Zerline is not there anymore. Oh. I don't know where he's at. He's somewhere. But Brett Maher is a kicker for them, 50-yard field goal. Joe Burrow tried fourth quarter, threw a nice pass to T. Higgins with 3.51 to go. Um, But Burrow just made too many mistakes again in this game, in my opinion. Uh, 
didn't have any like got sacked six times when you're paying yeah. big for your O line and they're sacking him. He's now got sacked thirteen times combined in the first two games. Um, Isn't that similar to last year? He got sacked a lot last year. Yeah, he did. I don't know how he's gonna make it through the season at this point. Um, I thought they like spent money on their own line. They did. They spent a lot of money on their own line. They got big names. Weird. And it's just not working. Uh, I don't understand what the Bengals are doing wrong, but yeah, no. I mean, it just was not. It's bad. Hmm. And then yeah, no Cooper Rush. I mean, he did well, two thirty-five and a touchdown, nineteen for thirty-one. I mean, that's a solid game from a guy who's just your backup. Yeah. So, uh, Tony Pollard was actually the, um, was actually scored a touchdown here, nine carries, forty-three yards. Zeke also had 15 carries, 53 yards. So that was a good duo from them. Yeah. Noah Brown for the Cowboys. Not C.D. Lamb. Seven catches, 75 for C.D. Lamb. But five catches for 91 yards and a touchdown for Noah Brown. Mm. It was interesting game for the Cowboys. I don't think they'll continue going forward. No. But, yeah, no. Broncos I, over the Texans 16-9. That was a great game to watch. I watched that whole thing. No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I did. What? I watched it. Well, I I was on Discord with all my friends, and all my friends are Broncos fans, so we're watching together. And I'm like, why am I sitting here watching this when I have Sunday Such ticket and I can watch any other game? Fucking horrible game to watch. It was. It was terrible. Wow. Russell Wilson just looks bad. Like, he looks bad. Yeah. Which is weird. Yeah. I mean, 219 yards in this game, 14 of 31. Yeah. One touchdown. I mean, just the – I mean, just the – Texans couldn't get any offense going against the Broncos defense, although the Broncos did lose some big pieces. They lost Pat Sertain, and I think they also lost uh, Jerry Judy as well. Both of those guys Wait, got injured. what? They lost Jerry Judy? Yeah, Jerry Judy got injured. What? Uh, I'm not sure how long he's out for, but he oh was... Oh, my gosh. Uh, I didn't yeah. even know that. My fans seem screwed if he's out. Because that's like two guys that would be out next week already. And then, yeah, Sertain also injury. Also got... Uh, injured as well so yeah. it's not looking pretty for Broncos on injury wise um well it says he's uh so he's day to day yeah I don't know maybe like they haven't tested him yet they don't know what it is but and I think really the only other game we really need to focus on in the afternoon session is the Arizona Cardinals Raiders thriller yeah they're down 20 to nothing Came back. back. That two-point conversion play was ridiculous. That Murray, did you see Murray ran? I think it was like 85 yards. He also, and he ran for like 85 yards total score on that two. play. To score a two-yard touchdown. To score a two-yard conversion that That day. was the one before that. That was uh, the one that got him to 15. Oh, my God. That's actually. It was a 22nd play in the pocket. He was, he was back and the two, the second two-point attempt was like back at the end zone. How did he get his feet down type of throw? And he should have got sacked. The guy was like all over me. Somebody got out of it, rolled and made further back, throw. and then he, th- he threw it perfectly over like four guys and was touching. Yeah, no, two point. that was insane. And overtime, the Renfro fumbled, which is shocking because he never fumbled. He fumbled twice in that drive. Yeah, he did. And they did. won the game. Uh, and that was a perfect return by Byron Murphy. Just perfect right spot, right time. Mm-hmm. For him. Uh, so, no, yeah, that was a crazy game to watch. Murray was very clutch in this game. Uh, three, 31 for 49 for 277 and a touchdown. Derek Carr went 25 for 39 for 252 and two touchdowns. Not a lot of running game to begin with for each team. Uh, although James Conner uh, is out now for a very for a good amount of time as well for the Cardinals. For the Cardinals. Uh, 
I think Daryl Williams will end up being the starter for them next week. Uh, yeah. So Zach Ertz led them in receiving, and uh, uh, Devontae Adams only had two catches for 12 yards. Wow. Which is kind of surprising. Uh, That's not good. Mac Hollins led the Raiders in receiving five catches what? for 66 yards. He's a former Eagle. I, I don't know. I think but he yeah. played for North Carolina, too. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, the Packers, I mean, 27-10, that's really all that – I mean, it wasn't pretty. Yeah, I mean, was there ever really a doubt? <laughs> no, not really. I mean, Fields, 70 yards passing, one t- one interception. That's awful. Montgomery went for 122 yards. Jones went for 132 yards. Boggins, uh, 234, 19-25, yeah. pretty efficient. Sammy Watkins, three catches for 93 yards. Only player to get over 40 yards pe- receiving for the Packers. Wow. Uh, Aaron Jones had three catches as well. Um, just everyone got the ball for Rodgers from Rodgers this day. Uh, yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight different guys caught a pass from Rodgers yesterday. Wow. And then I He's think good at that. He really is. He always has been great at that. Um, it was never really close. But uh, I think if we want to quickly just discuss the uh, – I guess go over the Eagles-Vikings quick. Yeah, I got about 10 minutes. Uh, again, a little past the top of the hour here in V89.1, the roar. Uh, yeah, we'll go to the Eagles-Vikings here. Uh, I have a lot of stats here. <laughs> I think they're they're funny. Um, That's fine. If you bring up the Kirk Cousins Monday night stat, I will throw hands. I'm kidding. <laughs> Kirk Cousins, 10 of 17 in prime time. <laughs> 2 and 9 on Monday night football. <laughs> God dang it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Vikings 6 and 13 in their last 19 outdoor games. But 2 and 16 against their last and their 2 and 16 in their last 18 outdoor games against winning teams. <laughs> but can we talk about <laughs> Kirk Cousins versus the Eagles stat? Can we get the Kirk Cousins versus we're, the we're Eagles stat? I'm sure it's in here somewhere. Oh, I'm sure it is. I know what it is. Um so. Yeah, I, I think uh, – well, actually, this guy's here is picking the Vikings and win 33-31. It's Kirk Cousins has won one playoff game in 10 seasons. 98.8 pass rating is the fifth highest in NFL history. Can you name the other four ahead of him? Uh, Rodgers is one Rogers of them for one. sure. Uh, I want to say Brady is one of them probably too. No, he's not. Really? No. Well, I know Rodgers is. I'm guessing uh, – oh, it, it's going to be like a weird name like Matt Ryan or Derek Carr. No, all four of them are pretty prominent. Okay. You can guess pretty easily. Uh, I so I guess it's probably Brett Favre, Tom Brady. Are you not Brett Favre, Brett, Brett, Brett Favre, Peyton Manning? No, they're all current. They're all in the. They're all current right now. Pat Mahomes. He, yep, he's one. Josh Allen. He is not one. Okay. Uh. I don't even know. Okay, Lamar one, Jackson. No, the one guy is well. One guy, well, I, I can't. That's gonna give it away. Um, one guy's on a new. Both these quarterbacks are on a new team. Russell Wilson. Yep. Got it. Um, I would. I don't even know who. I'm trying to think who's on a different team this year for. That's like a stunt. highly controversial figure. Oh, Deshaun Watson. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so that's the four. Wow. I okay. I didn't think Watson would be on there. I knew like Rogers, Wilson, and Mahomes seemed pretty legit, but. I don't know. Um. This guy's picking the Eagles. We talked about this before. You know, you have, uh, you know, you got to stop Kirk Cousins and, and Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, which is going to be a hard thing to do. 
Um, Eagles can <laughs> Eagles can run the ball pretty well as we've seen. Yep. Um, AJ Brown and Devontae Smith is a force. Well, I if mean, yeah, I mean, can get the ball to them is a question. I mean, Devonta Smith, those that ze- those that zero yards and yeah, a week donut is last uh, week. <laughs> donut last week is a looking. Yeah. Yeah. No. But uh, they are a force. It's gonna come down to the defenses, I think. I really do agree. I think it's gonna be who can stop. Who can the stop the pa- top the target? The passing game. Yeah. Better. Who can stop? Uh, the- because the rushing game, they'll get your yards. Dalvin Cook will get yards against your rush defense, and your three guys will all get yards against. Vikings rush defense. Yeah. It's going to come down to who stops Justin Jefferson or who stops A.J. Brown and which one stops him better. Mm-hmm. Um, do you see... Because, I mean, the Eagles have a pretty nice secondary with Slay and, and Bradbury back there. Do you think... Do you see Jefferson having a pretty good game tonight? Uh, I think they do. Do you over under 100 yards in this game for Jefferson? I'm going to say over simply because I think Jefferson okay. just is just a, just, a born 100-yard per he game is type him. of guy. He is him um, type of thing. I will say over for Jefferson, but I don't okay. think it's going to be like a one like hundred. I think it's going to be like maybe like 105, 110. Yeah. I think Jefferson will go a touchdown. I will say I think Jefferson will finish with at least one touchdown. Do you think they're? Do you think the Vikings try to run the ball? I will. I do think Dalvin Cook will get yards. Uh, I could see Madison getting yards as well. Uh, Kirk Cousins over under 300 yards in this game. Under. I'm going to say 277. <laughs> Why so specific? I don't know. I just like 277 <laughs> as a number, to be honest. Um, I don't know. I, th- I I think he he I think he'll finish around 300. I don't think he – I think he's he'll be just under. He's dominated the Eagles the last couple of times he's played us. So. Can I read the stats? Can I read the stats? Sure, go ahead. Okay. He is stats. Six, his numbers don't lie. He's 6-3 and three in his last nine st- – in, his, in, 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 in his career against the Eagles. 2-0 yeah. and oh since he's been on the Vikings. Yep. And he has a 75.5 QBR, career QBR against the Eagles, which is the best out of any team he play, he's played. Wow. Um – uh, and yes, that does not include pr- prime time. Obviously, I don't think we played you guys on prime time, but uh, um, I guess we'll see how that goes. I hate that stat so much, but uh, it is. A I stat. mean, it's a skewed stat because, like, I mean, he played in Washington all those years. And, and I'm not gonna lie, our defense gives up a lot of points so when, especially in prime time, for some reason. Yeah. Although we did lose the Cooper Rush and the Cowboys in prime time like last oh my year, God, so I that. That in bad. like Cooper Rush's first ever start, so I will say like that one I think was on Cousins a lot more because I think it was a low scoring game. But it was, yeah, it yeah, was. yeah. I remember, that. yeah, they just kept like, having to settle for field goals and stuff. Yeah, no. So I don't know. I guess we'll see, right? Um, but I'm really excited about this game. I really, I got my my Thielen jersey on here. I think I think Thielen might be in for a big night because I do think you guys might try to double team Jefferson. Which or double team or even triple team Jefferson maybe no, I, don't I don't know. I don't know about that. Uh, but. but you guys might try to. Add, so I think Thielen is in for at least a better game than he had last week. He had three catches for like thirty nine yards last week. Yeah, he'll do better than that. But yeah, I think KJ Osborne could also see some catches as well this this game. Yeah. Uh, but it's really gonna be about rushing for each team and how good their defenses are in rushing. You're probably gonna be surprised to hear this, but I think the Vikings win this game. You do, yeah. I think, I I think the Eagles they didn't look that great last week. I know they scored thirty eight, but they gave up thirty five. And I know they're at home, but I think the Vikings are a pretty solid team. I'm not gonna lie. I woke up this morning with a really bad feeling, um, simply because mm. home opener in the link, and I that and that scares me. 
I mean, I, I, I think – I mean, I know home, home opener, I mean, it'll be juice, but I think every game at, in Philly is like that, though. So, I mean, I, I, mean, I just – I don't know. There's something about that for me. And then I also think, like, I don't know if you know the stats. I don't know if you know a stat, like, how many home openers the Eagles have won in, like, the last, like, eight years or anything like that. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. That just It just scares me. I don't know. The link scares me. Maybe it's because of the fact that they beat us 44-7 to the last time we played in the link. Really? That was the last time we played in the I think that's the last time we played in the link was the 44-7 game. We played in Minnesota and you beat us. Yeah. I guess we played you again up there at some point. I think maybe. But, yeah, 44-7. to So, I don't... I, that just scares me. That terrifies me. I mean, me. that was the NFC Championship, and we were on the run of a lifetime there. So. Yeah, I don't I don't know. You know, that's just me. But uh, Got three minutes here on the show. So, I think, honestly, I think the Vikings will win 27-24 is my prediction. I, I have it as um, the same thing right now, actually. I think I have it, like, probably – 30 to 27 I think is where I had it at or like Vikings or Eagles uh, Vikings but okay. like I I I mean I mean like I think I have, what did I actually have it at I think I had 20 yeah 27 24 is kind of where I was around too I don't, I don't know I think that's mid 20s where I think it's gonna be at I don't think it's gonna be highest scoring as people think we have three minutes, we have three minutes here, yeah because so. I th- I'm looking on here it looks like Ruben Frank is a Vikings yep Days and Girls, the Eagles, 27-24. Ruben Frank gets the Vikings, 33-31. Um, that's too high for me. I, I think that's Brooks too high. has 34-26 Eagles. Mike Morin, tw- 31-28 Eagles. Adam Herman, 24-23 Eagles. Who are these guys? <laughs> They're like Eagles insiders on NBC oh. Sports Philadelphia. Well, that, that makes sense. But I mean, Reuben Frank. I mean, he picked the Vikings, so I don't know. I but feel I, like he's more of a. But hmm. I just let's. I mean, if you look at probably like I guess like I guess I mean I was looking at picks for like on NFL.com they do like their weekly picks and stuff. Yeah, that's and I think a like I think like four of the seven people had Eagles. Uh, and the other three had Vikings, which I think is probably more fair. I know the Eagles are favored, so. Um, but I don't know. It'll be an interesting game to watch. Uh, but mm-hmm. I'm very excited for it. We got 15 minutes till kickoff here. Uh, I know the party's gonna be in my room, so I'm very excited. Yes, yes. Yeah, I gotta. Uh, I'm lucky. I packed some uh, Dr. Peppers in my fridge last night, so. That's good. That's good. I'm not gonna have that. I'll probably tell you. I'm like, so, I'm like so tired. I don't know if you heard it on the air. But I've been like yawning. I don't know why. I've been yawning this whole show. I'm, <laughs> I'm like so tired. I think because I, I like. A long weekend. I had to get up super early this morning and go to class. I mean, in good news, rough. we can sleep in tomorrow because we don't have to go to class till no, we don't have I, we I don't might. have our eight thirty tomorrow. I might. Cause I'm I'm dead. Perfect. But anyway, we are. Uh, I want to get out of here because I'm gonna watch this game. We got ten seconds. Skull. No. Skull. No, God. Skull. Oh, God, no. Skull. Goodness gracious. Skull. Yeah, don't, hey, don't hey, don't do it. Remember what happened back in Skull. 2017 or 2018? Yeah. Anyway, thanks everybody for listening. We will catch y'all next week, seven o'clock. See you win this game tonight. Absolutely. Go birds. Have a good night. Skull. <laughs> Go birds. V891, The Roar is proud to announce that we can now be heard on 89.1 all day, every day, for the first time in Villanova's history. 
and listen to our programming anywhere in the main line on 89.1, 24 hours a day, seven days a week with our now full-time FM signal. And stay tuned for details of how WXVU plans to celebrate this exciting milestone. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova. Visit our all-new website at WXVU.org. We're on air serving the main line at 89.1 on your FM dial. Or stream us anytime, anywhere on the Radio FX app. V891, The Roar is proud to announce that we can now be heard on 89.1 all day, every day. For the first time in Villanova's history. Listen to our programming anywhere in the main line on 89.1, 24 hours a day, seven days a week with our now full-time FM signal. And stay tuned for details of how WXVU plans to celebrate this exciting milestone. This is your WXVU Villanova Campus Minute. We sat down with Villanova President Father Peter, who reflected on the importance of mental wellness for Villanova students. Mental health uh, is a challenge, I think, for everybody. I, I think COVID certainly was a difficult time for people. Uh, it was very isolating, and people uh, really felt the pain of uh, mental health and felt that isolation more than ever. We are doing some different things in terms of the counseling center. We're looking into creating uh, or partnering with a online counseling program so that students will be able to access a counselor through a Zoom, like a telemed. I think certainly in terms of mental health as well, People are much more sensitive and aware of it, and um, the student body particularly, I think, is more uh, aware of it. Mm -hmm. uh, just uh, looking out for each other, uh, being careful about each other, uh, caring for each other. Many times, uh, I think there's more important work that's done uh, student between student and student, you know, that, can I help you? Do you need something? You seem kind of quiet, you know. One thing I'm very proud of Villanova is Villanova's always been a place that, you know, community has been a, a real vital part of it and uh, that starts with student to student faculty to student faculty to staff you know uh, staff to students you know that it's, it's, it's all connected together to hear our full conversation with father peter check out the interview on wxvu's podcast feed available on spotify and apple podcasts the St. David's Annual Country Fair is being held Saturday, October 1st at the St. David's Fairgrounds. The fair is now in its 171st year, is the longest continuously running church fair in the United States. Each year, 100% of the fair's proceeds are donated to over 20 deserving Delaware Valley and Philadelphia organizations, as well as international partners in Cuba, Guatemala, and Uganda. They invite you to join the over 3,500 visitors drawn annually to the St. David's Church County Fair and become part of this enjoyable and worthwhile community event. All are welcome. I asked what kind of family she wanted. She said, a family like yours. Learn more about adopting a teen at AdoptUSKids.org. You can't imagine the reward. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Now, here's your three-day weather forecast for the main line. We'll see scattered thunderstorms ending this evening with partly cloudy skies overnight, a low down to 64. Sunny skies Tuesday, high of 80. And a mix of sun and clouds Wednesday, a high of 83 degrees. 
It's the very best in smooth jazz. You're listening to Lights Out Villanova on V891 The Roar.
It's the very best in smooth jazz. You're listening to Lights Out Villanova on V891, The Roar.